What is the... Nikki Haley. And why did you vote for Nikki Haley? Uh, it's a vote against Trump. Uh, I think it would be better to have her against Biden in the uh, elections than it would be Trump in her. Do you consider yourself generally independent, Republican, or Democrat? Uh, Democrat. So when you undeclared, you voted for Nikki Haley. If it was Nikki Haley against Joe Biden in a general election, who are you voting for? Joe Biden. Welcome one, welcome all, and welcome to this episode of The Paranormal Patriot. Thank you for joining me this week, as always, wearing the tinfoil hat. I am your host, my name is Tom Velasquez, and you just heard in the intro what the Democrats are doing. They are having Democrat-registered voters go and vote for Nikki Haley to try and get Donald Trump off this ballot. They're losing in every state they can find that wants to take him off the primary ballot. They're losing. He's on every ballot. So now they're going to try and do it the old-fashioned way. It's it's cheat 101. The Democrats do it better than anybody. That's what they're going to do. They cannot get Trump. Every time they go after him with the law, with the DOJ, FBI, whoever, It always goes back. Look at this issue in Georgia. This is turning into a nightmare for the Democrats. It is proving beyond the shadow of a doubt. And listen, there's a couple people. They just had a run-in with me over Facebook. I appreciate you listening, guys, but you're wrong. You're on the wrong side of history. I'm not going to give names. I don't want to call them out, but C, you know who you are. And M, you know who you are. And then D, she knows who she is. She made a great point. I don't care who screws this up. It can be Republican. It can be Democrat. I don't care. Just fix it. But I know that's not going to happen with this current class of politicians that we have, quote unquote, running our country right now because they don't want to fix it. And this is what the Democrats are doing. They are scared, senseless, that Donald Trump is actually going to win the presidency. So now they're having these Democrat voters go in, register as a Republican for the primary so they can vote in the primary and vote for Nikki Haley. Why? Because they think Joe Biden cannot beat Donald Trump. This guy you just talked that you just heard talking. He basically said Joe Biden can't beat Donald Trump. He can beat Nikki Haley. So I think I would rather have Haley in there against Biden. Well, what would happen if Haley gets in there? Who are you going to vote for? Biden. Why wouldn't I? Because you're a shill. You're an absolute idiot. To all my Democrat listeners, and I've asked this numerous times, nobody can seem to respond to me. So listen, the ones that were responding to me all last week, you can respond to this. I really want to know what is making you look at Joe Biden and say, beside the fact that you were told to hate Trump, we know that's the case. I want to know what what you can hang your hat on and say, I voted for Biden and he did this. Because if you're talking about opening the border 
in letting terrorists after terrorists in here, inundating these sanctuary cities with migrants, illegal immigrants, I'm sorry, illegal immigrants, and just saying, screw you, the American citizen. We're now the point in New York and Chicago. Listen to what I said. New York and Chicago, they're rebelling against the Democrat Party. Is, is that what the, what we're going to hang our hat on? Or is it the fact that we are about on the verge of World War III or a civil war in this country? Is that what we're going to hang our hat on? I mean, at this point, Joe Biden is willing to federalize the National Guard and fight and fire upon legal United States of American citizens. He is willing to call, give out the order, shoot that citizen just so we can have illegal immigrants come into this country and milk us for everything we've got. Listen to the rationale. Tell me how that, how does that sit? How, I mean, how can, how can you sit there and say, I'm good with that? Or is it the forgiveness of the student loans? I'm sorry. How many of these other people have taken loans out that? Where is that? Where is their relief? I mean, literally, you're buying votes. That's exactly what you're doing. You're wiping this, these student loan debts out just so they'd vote for you. Well, if you want more, you're going to have to vote us in. That's what it is. That's why it's going in stages. Listen, the way politics is now nowadays, all the president has to do is sign an executive order. It, it just bypasses the Congress and Senate. It's a, it's a presidential elect, or executive order. So if he really wanted to clear all the debt, just sign it, gone, done. Everybody's debt's clear and forgiven. But he's not. Why? Because he's got to dangle that carrot. The Democrats, the Republicans, whoever is in office has to dangle that. They have to dangle that carrot in front of you just so you continue to vote for them. I mean, the Republicans are telling you, hey, we're going to clean up this border. We're going to we're going to cut your taxes. We're going to be energy independent again. Okay, the only one that's ever done that was Donald Trump. The Democrats are just going to tell the minorities, hey, keep voting for us. We're going to take care of you. Keep voting for us. We're going to take care of you. The minorities are starting to see now that that's all lip service. That happens once every four years, and after that election cycle, when the dep or, or I'm sorry, when the Democrats get in due to the minorities, the Democrats forget about them until it's time for your vote again. And and, and and people are starting to realize that's what's happening, and the Democrats are running scared. You know they're running scared. Listen to this exchange on MSNBC. When Trump won the South Carolina primary, I'm sorry, the uh, New Hampshire primary, listen to what they're reverting to. Listen to this. And, you know, I, I, I just think we have to keep reminding everyone this guy's not well. Um, and, and what's up with the orange face? You know, yeah, I mean, has anybody, has anybody checked to see if is he applying this cheap bronzer to his face in clumps at various times of the day and night? So first of all. Donald Trump is not buying cheap bronzer. Does he bronze? I don't know. Probably. I don't care. I really don't care. The man said and did what he said he was going to do. That's all I ask. I don't care if you shave your head in a My Little Pony ponytail. I don't care. Do what you say you're going to do. But these are the words of a desperate people. 
and this goes not only in politics, but in life in general. If you are in an argument with somebody or you're debating somebody and all of a sudden they start personally attacking you, know that you've won. They have nothing else to come back on. So for this lady to say, well, let's just keep in mind, he's not right. Where's your evidence? But we're going to let Joe Biden get scot-free on that day. He's all right. Really? The dementia is really coming on strong. But, you know, we're going to let that slide. But we're going to call Trump unwell. He's not right. And what's up with his orange face? I really don't care what's up with his orange face. He could have a violet Beauregard from Willy Wonka face look like a snozberry. I don't freaking care. He came in. He said he was going to do such and such and such and such. And he did it. He lowered my taxes. He made us energy independent. I was as safe as I've ever been in my life under Donald Trump. And then Joe Biden came into office and everything went a complete 180. But the media isn't going to tell you that. They're going to continually blame Donald Trump for everything that is wrong with Joe Biden. It's been going on three years, guys. Time to take responsibility. But we all know that that is never going to happen because the media and the Democrats are terrified of Trump. So everything is going to be Trump's fault. And therefore, by extension, you and I are at fault as well because we support Trump. So that's the first segment of the show. I'm honestly still kind of going through some show ideas as I'm, as I'm recording the show. It's been a crazy week at work. Um, we had some major changes this weekend. Uh, let's see. What did we do? The, oh, we went up to Saginaw and I, I hate to use the word celebrated, but remembered my mother. Um, I got on a Zoom call with my my brothers and sisters at 2 when she died. She died 2, 2 of 21 at 2 o'clock. So this is the third anniversary in remembrance of the past passing of her. And all of my brothers and sisters and our families got together and we just had dinner and went back to my sister's house and just remembered my parents and it's still tough. I mean, don't let anybody tell you it gets easier because it doesn't. But that's what I did Friday. Yesterday, we took my son, Andrew, to the Saginaw Spirit hockey game, which we do every year and had a great time. And listen, just a case in point, if you're that guy or that girl. So we're at the game and Saginaw is just absolutely outplaying these people. It was against the Barry Colts. And they were absolutely outplaying them. And then, like, with two minutes left in the second period, things just did a complete 180. It happens in hockey. And there was this guy behind us just ripping these guys apart. Ripping them, ripping them, ripping them. My my wife and I are looking at each other going, what is going on? So, in the end of the third, or at the end of the second, he's just complaining because it was 2-1 to one Saginaw. But they outshot him by, like, 15 or 20 shots. So the third period comes by, and all of a sudden, Barry takes a 3-2 to two lead, and this guy is just calling these kids, and I say kids because these are 16- to 18-year-old kids, calling these kids everything but a grown adult. And I'm just like, knock it off to my wife, and I'm like, she's shaking her head. Well, Saginaw was on a power play, and this guy took a slap shot from the point, and it hit one of the Barry guys right on the side of the knee where there's no protection he went down by a, like a log a lump of logs or a plethora of logs I don't even know what it is but he he just went down 
And the guy behind us, oh, I hope that hurt. I hope you can't get up. And literally at the same time, my wife and I turned around and said, are you serious right now? And I told him, I said, these are 16 to 18-year-old kids who are playing hockey, not getting paid. Their payment is the chance to move up and make a career out of this sport. You are a grown-ass man sitting back here wishing that that kid has a broken leg. You are a worthless human being. And I, you know, he was taken aback. And the people behind me and around me, they were cheering my wife and I because they were tired of it too. Don't be that guy. Don't look for the negative in everything. This guy behind us made himself look like a tool to the whole section around us. Sitting there, and again, these are, it's, a, it's, it's the Saginaw Spirit hockey team. They are in the Ontario Hockey League, which is one of the preeminent minor hockey leagues. I mean, people are going right from the OHL to the NHL. Sidney Crosby, Paul Coffey, John Van Beesbrook, uh, Steven Stampko, John Tavares, uh, who else was there? Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky came from the OHL, the Peterborough Peets. This is good hockey. I mean, these boys, and again, they're 16 to 18 years old. That is the age limit. They get their start in the OHL, and they graduate from the OHL, and either they're going to the minor leagues or going right to the NHL. I've seen a lot of people playing in Saginaw. Philippe Horonic is one of them. Uh, uh, Brandon Saad, Stanley Cup winner, watched him play. I mean, we, I, my dad, when he was alive, would go to all these games, and he got to know all of these players. And it was, it's good hockey. Don't be that guy. Don't be the one that's in the stands screaming at the refs, screaming at the coach, screaming at the players. It's what is it? You're, you're sitting in a chair drinking a beer, watching these guys bust their behinds, getting hit, getting hit by the puck. Who are you to say anything? I mean, and I know I'm off topic here, but it just infuriated me. Be the good guy. Don't be the guy that looks like an idiot. Listen, I can do that all on my own. I don't need anybody's help. These are kids. I mean, and, and this goes for when you're in high school, even college. These are kids. They're not getting paid. And who are you? I mean, you're sitting there in a, in a, in a folding stadium chair drinking a beer, critiquing these guys, and you've never been on skates in your life. At least I've been on skates. I used to play goal. That's why my knees are all jacked up. It's just, it's just infuriating. I hate people that do that. So, all right, we're gonna take a quick break. When I come back, I think I'm gonna talk a little bit of paranormal. I have a listener encounter. Who knows what else I'm gonna talk about? You gotta stay tuned to find out. So, with that in mind, sit back, relax, open that mind. You are listening to the Paranormal Patriot. My name is Tom Velasquez. I will be right back. Hey everybody, Tom Velasquez, host of the Paranormal Patriot. I'm coming at you again. If you have an event, if you have a music career, if you have a song, if you have poetry, 
If you have a paranormal or political group, or you just want to say, hey, this is who I am, I listen to the show, but more importantly, if you have a podcast that you would like to promote on this show, you have got to contact me at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Again, theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Music, an event, a political or paranormal group, a listener that just wants to say how much they love the show or how much they think the show sucks. I don't know. You tell me. Or if you have a podcast. Listen, I did it for Vanishing Gates. I did it for uh, Harvey Gott. And I did it for Rick Ness. It works. And the best part, it's free. Nobody else does that. Take advantage of it. Free is good. No strings. No catches. Send me a 30-second to one-minute audio clip of what you are promoting, and it's on this show for no charge. But you can't do it unless you contact me at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. everybody we are back and again you know I, I didn't have time and I, I honestly don't think I'm gonna have time to really do research on the show next week as I say I leave probably about five o'clock in the morning for Chicago on Tuesday morning I will not be back until nine ten o'clock on Thursday night we've got uh, company meetings in Oak Brook, Chicago, or Oak Brook, Illinois, and I'm kind of looking forward to that because when we went to Punta Cana, I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but it was it was crazy. So it was just my wife and I. It was the first really big trip that we never took with our kids, and I'm not going to say we weren't missing them, but we the second or third day, we spent a week there. In the second or third day there, we were getting out of the pool in this tall tall kid comes up to me and he just starts ripping on me and I'm like whatever dude come on all right have fun go go back to your family and he wouldn't go he just started ripping on me just out of the blue and just the things he was saying my wife and I looked at each other and we're like oh my gosh this is Zachary and Zachary is my 14 year old because it's exactly what he does and you know, we were joking around, and the next day, we, he comes back up to me again, and, you know, just joking, and we, 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 we started a friendship right away, and then it was weird, because come to find out, he was 16 years old, and his name was Aiden, and he acted just like my 14-year-old son. I mean, you could take my 14-year-old son and put him with Aiden you wouldn't know the difference because they act the same way. Just that joking, just got to poke the bear type thing. Well, if you've listened to the show long enough, you know that my wife and I, we we lost a son. And his name was Aiden. And he would be 16 years old right now. And when I heard that, it just my wife almost was in tears. And I was like, wow. So we really, I mean... We only had five other days together, but he was with us all the time. And it, we, just in those little itty-bitty time frame, 
we created a nice bond and it 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 almost devastates me so on his last day he left the day before we did and i you know i'm in the pool and i get out and i'm like oh man i'm sorry i just want to hug you but i'm all wet and he's like nah go hug me i don't care and he says here I'm going to call your phone. What's your number? And I called, or I gave him my number, and he called my phone, and he's like, call me, please. Well, because we were in the Dominican, the phone call didn't go through. I never even thought about it, and I have no idea how to get a hold of this guy, other than the fact that I know he lives in Oak Brook, Illinois, exactly where this meeting is going to be. So the meetings get done about 5.30, 6 o'clock every day. I think I'm going to hit the town. I'm going to stalk this kid. I hate to put it that way, but I'm going to find him and I'm going to get his number and he's going to get mine. And it just, it's crazy. He was, he's exactly what I thought Aiden would be. And his name was Aiden. And he was extremely tall and had huge feet, just like, I mean, my son is 14 years old. I'm 6'1. He is just about as tall as me and he's wearing 15 double E shoes. I have to pay $140 per pair of shoes that he grows out of in six months. This Aiden kid was identical. Identical. In you know, and then his mom, I think, was kind of freaked out just because we were so close. And the whole group, there were there were five five other people, my wife and two other couples, and we all got really close to this kid. He was a great kid. And I I would like to see him again. I'd like to have that relationship because I don't know. I mean, he said he was bored. He was with 20 other people in his family group, but nobody ever really hung out with him. So he kind of hung out with us and we just bonded. And it's going to be, I think I'm going to go on a, on a stalking trip. And I don't mean that in a bad way, Aiden, if you're listening, I doubt you are. But anyway, but I'm going to I'm I'm going to look and see if I can find him. I don't even know his last name. It's like Dumb and Dumber. Remember Dumb and Dumber? What's her last name? Uh Swanson, Swanson, Samson, Samsonite. Yeah. I don't know his last name. He told it to me, but I don't remember. I don't remember at all. I just anticipated having his number on my phone and then when he left and I went to my phone, I'm like, "Oh my god, the phone call never went through. I have no way of getting hold of this kid." So, come next week I may have a stalking mission in Oak Brook. We'll see. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. I know I have a paranormal encounter from one of our listeners that you're going to hear about, but when, I don't know. So all I ask of you at this time is to sit back, relax, open that mind. You are listening to the Paranormal Patriot. My name is Tom Velasquez, and I... Well, I'm gonna be right back. Every day by separate ways, only love keep me alive, only love keep me alive. Oh, every day. Hey, everybody, it's Tom Velasquez, host of the Paranormal Patriot. Hey, I just wanted to let you know again and again and again if you have an event, if you have music, if you have poetry, if you have a political or paranormal organization if you're a listener of this show or if you have a podcast send me a send me an audio message telling me what you have i'm going to promote it on this show and i'm going to do it for free 
That's the least I can do for the listeners of this show because you guys are what have made me what we are today. It's the least I can do. So, again, if you have a podcast, if you have music, if you have a paranormal or political organization, if you, uh, I don't know, if you like the show, contact me and let me know. If you hate the show, contact me and let me know. But the thing is, you have to contact me. Send me a 30-second to one-minute audio clip to theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Again, theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Get a hold of me, and I will make that happen, and I'll make it happen for no charge. It's my way of saying thank you for making the Paranormal Patriot one of the highest-ranked paranormal podcasts in America. Couldn't do it without you. Again, the Paranormal Patriot at yahoo.com. Okay, everybody. Now we've talked in the past, and I'm gonna I'm, hold on on the paranormal stuff. I've got one more thing I want to talk about, but we've talked in the past about climate change and how it's cyclical, and it is not a man-made phenomena. It is planet-wide, and more importantly, the sun really controls what goes on with our climate. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the sun is getting ready to flip. Every 11 or so years, the sun he goes under an epic transformation. Its magnetic poles reverse. And it's ironic because ours on this planet are getting ready to flip as well. So does it happen almost concurrently or shortly after? We're going to find out because we, as a civilization, have never witnessed this. So this is new to us. But the poles on the sun are ready to flip. And like on the earth, the sun has a magnetic north and a magnetic south. But unlike earth, our poles flip on the order of 100,000 years or so. The sun's poles, well, they flip quite, a, quite often. They, they flip quite a bit. The last time was in 2013. So we're just about due to have the poles flip. Now, the solar poles flipping is not, as it might sound, the sound of an impending apocalypse. You won't notice it when it happens. Well, let me put it this way. You're not going to be able to see, oh my God, the sun looks different. What you're going to see are different weather patterns. Are you going to see a change in the climate? I mean, here in Michigan, it has been, the last couple years have been absolutely crazy. We don't get much snow here in mid-Michigan, where when I grew up, we'd get 40, 50, 60 inches in a winter. We might get a total of 20 all winter now. Our temperatures, the growing seasons, I deal with farmers all day, every day. And the, every, every single one of them, it, before they'd go into the fields March and April to start getting ready to plant their fields or their harvest for the year. They can't do it because it's so wet. It's, 
I mean, the fields are underwater because the rainy season, which we never really had back in March and April, is now in March and April. But on top of that, it doesn't get warm enough. I mean, I remember in March and April, I mean, especially April, you were getting up into the 60s and 70s all the time in Michigan. When I was growing up, I remember those days all the time. We have pictures left and right of Easter in in April where we're running around the yard looking for Easter eggs in our shorts and T-shirts. Now, you don't have that. You have a growing season that went from March and April to maybe May and June it starts. If you're lucky, it starts at the end of April. But the seasons, but they're elongating because before, again, when I grew up, we'd have snow all the time on on uh, Halloween, all the time. Now, this is, this past year was the first year where I've seen snow on Halloween since I was a kid. But that, I mean... How bad is that, that one of the major snow snow events, one of the biggest snow events in my area happened on Halloween? Things are changing, and it's not because of us. We can think that we're the, we are so powerful that anything we do affects everything on this planet. It doesn't. Trust me. Mother Earth is like, listen, guys, if you're going to piss me off, I'm just going to get rid of you. We haven't pissed her off enough yet. I am becoming a firm believer that this planet is a living being, an organism that if it, if we are destroying it, it's going to destroy us in turn. We are not responsible for this climate change. It is our magnetic poles. Then you couple that with the sun's magnetic poles getting ready to flip. You can't tell me that that's not going to affect weather patterns. That's not going to affect jet stream. That's not going to affect El Nino, not La Nina. It does. And therefore, that affects the climate around the planet. We can sit here and we can think that we are the epitome of knowledge and we are the just so powerful species on this planet that every little thing we do controls what happens on this planet. We are deathly wrong. We are nothing. We are just little mosquitoes to this planet. If it wants to get rid of us, it will. Uh, gosh, I forgot the name of the movie. It was an M. Light Sham- M. Night Shyamalama, Ding Dong, whatever his name is, movie. Basically, the trees said, we're done with you humans. And they started to exude this chemical in the air that would make people want to kill themselves. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but I'm telling you, if the planet wants us gone, if we're destroying the planet, the planet will kill us off. It's as simple as that. But regardless, the, the sun's magnetic poles, they're, they're going to flip. They are in the process of flipping now. So what does that mean? It's not an apocalyptic event. You're going to hear people saying, oh, the sun's magnetic poles are flipping. That means the end of the world. It's not. It happens 11, every 11 to 13 years. But what it's going to do is it's going to change our climate. It's going to change whether we're in a cool down, which we have been, or a heating up, which I think that's what we're going to get into. I think you're going to see the summers getting hotter and the the winters becoming more milder. And it's not us. I mean, we get most of our climate. What, What generates hurricanes? What generates thunderstorms? What generates tornadoes it's heat 
when you when these snowstorms go over the Great Lakes, when they are still covered in water and not ice, they the snowstorms pick up the warm, moist air from these lakes. What is the common denominator for violent weather? It's a warm, moist climate. Yes, we are going to see more violent weather. It happens. And we're going to see it in places that we normally don't because places are going to get warmer. It happens. It's not us. We don't have to change anything but maybe, you know, put in a tornado shelter or a hurricane shelter. But it's not us that's going to be able to change it. There's nothing we can do. We can sit there and try and manipulate the weather, which they're doing. But it's not going to matter because we have no control over this. We're just we're just kind of along for the ride. But again, the sun's poles are going to flip. So we may see a change in our weather patterns. We may change it or see a change in our climate. The biggest concern, I mean, to be honest with you, if Michigan becomes a tropical climate, I would love it. I'm looking to move south as it is. So if I don't have to move and I can plant palm trees around my pool, oh my God, that'd be great. But here's the thing. The biggest issue from the sun's poles swapping and flipping is going to be the CMEs, the coronal mass ejections that may be directed right towards Earth. That would be the concern because when you get a big enough one of those, it can take out your entire grid. It can take out your electrical system. Then we're, we're just sent immediately back to the Stone Age. Then what happens? I've seen enough of human beings to know that we aren't going to handle this. We're going to turn into, it's going to be mass chaos. Y- you know, I said it last week that there's a theory that our souls chose to be here at this time. And I, I made a, what I attempted to be a funny comment about, I don't know why my, my, my soul would want to be here, but as I see what's going on in the world, I'm slowly beginning to realize that, yeah, I think my soul wanted to be here. I've always, always been infatuated with war. I've always thrived on chaos, I guess would be. I mean, if there was a tornado warning, I was just, oh my God, there's a tornado warning. And I get it. There's a lot of people like that. But I think my soul is ready for this. I think that there are a number of us that really decided this is when I want to be here. I want to witness the change. I want to witness good defeating evil again. I don't know what the future is going to hold. I really don't, but something's happening. Definitely happening. I mean, this woke movement is starting to hit a brick wall. People are starting to push back on that. And things are changing. I mean, it, there was a point not even a year ago that I'm like, this This country's lost. But you hear people talking. You hear them saying, I'm done. I can't deal with this, all this, all this DEI, this diversity equality, inclusion, they, they, it's wrong and they know it, but there are still people out there 
And again, I've said it numerous times, you're going to be on the wrong side of history. It's a simple fact. It sucks, but you're going to be on the wrong side of history. If you've ever seen the movie Inglorious Bastards, where near the end they finally catch that Nazi leader and they catch him and he's like, oh, this was planned, I'm going to America and I'm going to live a good life. Well, they, they carve a swastika in his head. So everywhere he goes, everybody's going to know he was a Nazi. At this point, if you are lock stock, and, and I mean, you're following verbatim what the Democrat Party says, I mean, you're going to pull a Biden. I mean, that's going to be the new phrase. Remember when Benedict Arnold, Benedict Arnold was a traitor. Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Adam Schiff, Cory Booker, I mean, all of these people, they're destroying their families' names for their benefit. Just for that quick little blink of an eye of power that they get. They're going to destroy a legacy of a family. Because, listen, trust me, 30, 40 years from now, when you, you're you going to have to change your name if your last name's Biden. Because people are going to look at you and go, oh, yeah, you destroyed this country. Trust me, it's going to happen. But the country in the world is starting to wake up to the, the wokeness and seeing that this doesn't make sense. You know, men competing against women, men going into women's bathrooms just because they identify as a woman. No, that's not how the world works. And you can sit there and you can bitch and you can complain that yes that is how the old system was that's how the world used to be but this is how the world needs to be you want to sit there and talk to me about follow the science you know you guys you liberals were calling for my execution because I refused to get vaccinated and you're telling me to follow the science well I'm following the science there are two genders In every species, there are two genders. There's a male and there's a female. It's not logical to think otherwise. I mean, you can sit there and try and tell me that there's more than one gender, but you're just speaking, yeah, I'm going to use the word, gobbledygook. Never used that word in a sentence before, so consider yourself lucky. It's, It's false science. It doesn't exist. You are creating that in your head, and that's fine. If you want to identify as they, them, that's fine. If you want to identify as Z or T or whatever the hell it is, I don't care. But just because you want to identify as that doesn't mean that I have to accept that. I base my existence off of the fact that there are two genders. There's not a Z. There's not a they. If you identify as a they, that is implying, per the English language, that there are more than one of you. So you are telling the world that you are mentally insane, which, yeah, you you probably are. But you have two people inside of you because you are they. So which one am I talking to at any given time? The crazy one or the crazy one? Because there's no other option. You're you're crazy. I get it. I know gay people. I know straight people. Gay people can be one of the most amazing individuals 
on this planet, and there are a lot of them. But the difference is they don't throw it in your face. They don't tell you, my pronoun is they, and you will call me they. No, your pro, do you have a vagina or do you have a penis? Because if you have a vagina, I'm going to call you she. If you have a penis, I'm going to call you he, because that's how the genders work. You can't come out and just change science, which you're telling me to follow, only if it fits your narrative. You can't do it. It doesn't work like that. And people are starting to realize that this none of this makes sense. Even the Democrats, even the liberals that were all aboard on this are starting to think, are we going a little overboard on this? Because I think we are. And they're abandoning the Democrat Party left and right. That's why when Trump comes on TV and, and just sweeps New Hampshire, sweeps Iowa, the only thing they can do is mock his appearance. That is a sign that they're, they're desperate. They, they, can't, they can't go against, they can't call him out on his policies. They can't go, call him out on what he's done. So what do they do? They mock his appearance. That is the sign of a desperate party. All right, we're going to take one quick break. I've got to find the, the listener uh, paranormal encounter. You are listening to the Paranormal Patriot. My name is Tom Balassus, and I will be right back. You're listening to Explosive Ear Candy. I hope you enjoy it. Be right back. So let's pretend that the past didn't happen to us. It was just an illusion. Hey everybody, you getting tired of hearing me talking about this? Then do something about it. Contact me at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com if you have a podcast. Podcasts are great for free advertising. If you have an event, Mid-Michigan Paranormal Convention, UFO, uh, UFO Contact, they receive a ton of people coming there because of this show. You can do the same thing. If you have a podcast, if you have music, political or paranormal organization if you do poetry if you do anything if you listen to this show contact me send me a 15 second to one minute audio clip how much you love the show how much you hate the show your music who you are what your political or paranormal organization is i'm gonna advertise it for free because i want to help you but i can't help you until you send me that link and you can send it to me at the paranormal patriot at yahoo.com when you lose your time you think it will be going to end the show on this segment but before i get into get into the paranormal i want to play for you this um what in the hell is her name she's the bald 
black woman, Presley something. Yeah. She is talking about how all of these stores in the in the inner city are closing and why they're closing. Listen to what she has to say about this. Now I'm going to play this and I'm going to give you my thoughts because she is completely 180 degrees off of the truth. Listen to this. Mr. Speaker, Walgreens is planning to close yet another pharmacy in the Massachusetts 7th, this time on Warren Street in Roxbury, a community that is 85% black and Latino. This closure is a part of a larger trend of abandoning low-income communities like the previous closures in Mattapan and Hyde Park, both in the Massachusetts 7th. When a Walgreens leaves a neighborhood, they disrupt the entire community and they take them and they take with them baby formula, diapers, asthma inhalers, life-saving medications, and of course, jobs. These closures are not arbitrary and they are not innocent. They are life-threatening acts of racial and economic discrimination. I am so absolutely tired of the race card being thrown in everybody's face. Do you know why these stores are shutting their doors? Chicago, San Francisco, Baltimore, you name it. These inner city stores are closing their doors for one reason. And that is because they're tired of being robbed. There are people that are literally flash mobs of people going into these stores and just taking whatever they want. And these these businesses can't do anything except shut the doors. So so Presley here is going to tell you that this is racism personified. That this the only reason they're doing is this is to hold black back the black community. They want to hold back the black community. That when these stores close, you don't have any diapers. You don't have any medicine. You don't have any medication like painkillers or anything for like Tylenol. We don't have that anyway because people are coming into these stores and looting them. Why do you think Walmart is shutting numerous Chicago stores? Because people are just walking in, grabbing whatever the hell they want and walking out. You Listen. It is not a crime for a business to make money now. I know, I know that the general consensus is if you are making money while owning a business, you're, you're raping the consumer. Well, that's not the case. That's called the American dream. Now, I'm not saying go ahead and rape the consumer, but no. It, trust me, there's enough competition out there in my industry in my car repair industry, there is a ton of competition just in my small town. But we do very well because we do good work. We offer the best warranty. We stand behind the work and we get you in and out as quickly as possible. I'm not the cheapest out there. Never claim to be. But people are willing to spend more for good work. To sit there and tell me that the reason that these stores are closing in these inner cities is because of systematic systematic racism is racism in itself. That's like talking to Joy Reid, who's the biggest racist on the planet. Although she wears a blonde wig. Go figure that. But the problem is there are people listening to this speech and saying she's absolutely right. This is racism. This is white supremacy closing 
closing this Rite Aid in our inner city so we can't get diapers, we can't get medicine. Even though you couldn't do it anyway because the stores were looted, because your city is a Democrat-run city who is choosing to defund the police and make criminals the heroes, the rock stars. You reap what you sow. You make your bed, lie in it. New York, Chicago, San Diego, Los Angeles, San Francisco, you chose to become a sanctuary city. Embrace it. Embrace all those illegals. But the problem when they're doing this, everybody, is they're foregoing the American citizens. They're giving, New York is giving $53 million worth of prepaid credit cards to every illegal citizen in that city. I have a huge issue with that because you have Americans that are struggling mightily and it's due to some of your policies that you're putting in that city, in that state. And it's because that that these people are struggling and you are just throwing them to the throwing them to the dogs, saying, Yep, fend for yourself. Oh, you illegal immigrants who came to this country illegally, here's a gift card. Use it. Use whatever you want. And if you use too much of it, that's fine. We'll reload it. Oh, you American citizen, screw you. That's what we're being told. It's We are at a crossroads in this country right now. Literally, it's 50-50. And I'm going to go on the side of, yeah, the good guys are going to win. Because I feel, I'm not going to say the Republicans. I'm just going to say those who love this country and want their government to get out of their way, like libertarians. I'm finding myself out to be a libertarian as opposed to a Republican. Do I support Trump? Absolutely. For the simple fact that he can get the job done. But I don't want government in my face. And the libertarians are the company of get out of my face, essentially. So, Danielle, yeah, I think I'm a libertarian. I hope you're listening. All right, we're going to end the show with a listener. One of our listeners' accounts. Oops, sorry about that. That was uh, crazy Presley. But I had a listener account here that sent me an encounter about a dog man. And I haven't heard about dog man in a while. So I was pretty excited to read this. But this person sent me this email and said, I've got to get this off my chest. Tom, I don't want to sound crazy, but it was the summer of 2017. I was 23 years old. I'm currently 30. I was driving down M91 about 9 p.m. at night, just getting back from my friend's house in Greenville, Michigan. When I got to the intersection, I was turning left to continue on to East Ellis Road, and I came up to the first 45-mile-per-hour sign, and that's when I saw it. It had red eyes, and its head was just above the 45-mile-per-hour sign. Now, I'm assuming street signs are 6 to 8 feet tall, so I'm guessing this thing was at least 7 to 8 feet tall. It had long arms and red eyes and black, 
dark fur. I wanted to stop in front of the signs on the road, but I was a little scared. I didn't know what to think. The road was not more than 10 feet away from the sign when this creature went straight to a standing position or from a standing position to all fours on the ground. And it looked like it would look at the woods and then back at me and then it would look at the woods and then it would look back to me. And then it took off through the field heading through the woods of M91. But the way this thing ran was remarkable. It leapt in almost what I anticipate or anticipate to be five foot strides. This thing had dark hair. It had pointy ears like a dog and a snout like a dog. But I've seen wolves stand up and walk on on their hind legs. This almost had human-like legs. Almost to the fact that when it got on all fours, it, it looked more awkward running on all fours as it did running on its hind legs. He went on to say that, Tom, I've done numerous hunting in the UP of Michigan. I've seen wolves. I've seen coyotes. I've seen moose. This thing was bigger than a wolf. Not as big as a moose, but it didn't look human, but then again it did. As I say, it almost looked as if it had human-like legs. It almost looked like it was more comfortable being bipedal as opposed to running on all fours. And the red eyes are what got me. I've never seen a human. I've never seen a wolf with red eyes. The red eyes glowed in my headlights, and I couldn't take my eyes off of them. It almost looked scared or confused as it would glance at me and glance back at the woods. It's as if it didn't know what it needed to do, and then it just bounded towards the woods. And while I say it looked more comfortable on bipedal legs as opposed to all four legs it leapt five to six feet every bound it did while it was running on all four legs this was something i would never seen before or never seen since but i'm telling you right now there's something out in the woods along m91 tom something that it looks in a way human it looks in a way a wolf so does that make it a wolf man a werewolf that's the question tom what do you think and i will ask my listeners have you seen what has been called the dog man do you have stories do you know anyone that's ever seen the dog man because it exists it's out there there's too many people that have seen this, and it continues to be seen. It's just like UFOs. All it takes is one. All it takes is one Bigfoot sighting. All it takes is one alien sighting. All it takes is one Loch Ness Monster sighting. Or all it takes is one Dogman sighting for these things to be 100% legit. There's so much 
we don't know about in the world we live in. There's so many dimensions. And I talked about it yesterday with the Vietnam veterans putting on the night vision goggles. And all of a sudden when they put them on, they would see demons or what they considered demons. Because they were going into a different spectral realm. How much is around us that we don't see? How much is going on that we don't even know? We are a very, very narrow species. I mean, we don't see anything outside of our very limited spectrum. What's going on around us that we don't know? That's the question. All right, everybody, that'll be the show this week. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any show ideas, any ideas in general, contact me at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Again, theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. I will be back next week. Hey, hey, wake See up ya. early morning, hit the block hard. I play with the bag, I be dumb and I'm a rock star. I know you ain't stupid, now don't turn me to a monster. It could go down, we outside for the cop.